yeah. I love my HBCU. And boy, I love it, love it. I love it, love it. I love my HBCU. And man, I hope my team they won one. I hope my team they won one. Yeah, man. I hope my team they won one. I hope my team they won one. I tune into the HBCU Sports Lab to see if my team want to lose. If they lost, I'm quiet as a mouth. But if they won, keep tab. Uh, I'ma do the dab, yeah. Dr. Cavill, he know what he be talking about. Mike and Charles, they know what they be talking about. They compress the analytic data with your hip hop. If you know them like I know them, they gon' tell you if your team, if they want to lose. And who the ball, the ball. So listen to Professor, yes sir, yes sir, and pay attention because he's going to teach a lesson. Dr. Ville with Inside HBC Sports Lab with Mike Washington, Charles Bishop. Mike Washington is still out on assignment. We have Charles Bishop in the building. I don't know where Mike is still operating from, but we'll see what we got here. Welcome to episode 425 Inside the HBC Sports Lab show. Yes, yeah, freezing on the thing. Yeah, it looks like it's freezing on the on the output. Now it looks like we're up and going. Welcome to episode 425 inside the HBC Sports Lab radio show and podcast. The show covering the sporting HBC dashboard, all things HBC sports for institutions large and small. From the NIA to the NCAA, we share insights and information on the HBC. Sports culture, HBCU athletic aesthetics to facilitate the story of HBCU athletic programs and the business of HBCU sports. We just call it HBCU sports pedagogy. I'm your host, Dr. Kenyatta Cavill, along with my co host, Mike Washington, Charles Bishop, filming from our home studios and sending a signal live to KCH 1230 AM studios with the Texas Hall of Famer, multi Hall of Famer Ralph Cooper in the beautiful home of Texas Southern University from Houston, Texas. Charles, how are you doing today? Doing well, Doc. We're up and going. It is a full slate of games this weekend. Uh, man, looking forward to it. I mean, it starts tonight, actually. Yeah, speak about talk starting tonight. I don't think you have Pine Bluff at Tulsa. Yeah. Uh, that's on ESPN, so you might catch a little bit about that while you're doing the show here. You can put that on mute while you listen to us. Yeah, Virginia State, West Virginia State, that UNC Pembroke. SIAC tilt, not a conference a conference game there, which Clark Atlanta and Kentucky State kicks it off this Labor Day weekend early on Thursday, getting it in. A couple of slate games for Friday, and like you said, a bunch of them on Saturday. Then we have a big one on Sunday, as many would say. So it's going to be fascinating to see what's going on here. With that being oh, said, we got we into, what you got? and UAB tonight as well. Let's say we got North Carolina A&T and UAB tonight as well. That's right. I forgot about that one. I'm glad you got that in. I didn't want those Aggies upset at me uh, <laughs> as they get down to Birmingham, going in there and get a clip of that. So it's going to be fascinating. Uh, as we talk about some stuff, taking a little bit about film and sporting, you know, how a soccer team was stripped of its earned glory a while back. And uh, journalists made it mission to tell the story of HBC Sports. Uh, coming to HBCUsports.com, Mark Wright has had the opportunity to tell some very important stories through his career in journalism and media, none closer to his heart and more important than the saga of the 1971 Howard University men's soccer team. I talk about this uh, in class. Obviously, uh, Spike Lee had a smaller clip for this as well, talking about this. But this is the first HBCU to win a national soccer championship. Uh, first HBCU to win a championship in the NCAA Division I level. Uh, the controversy that surrounded this team at the time, which led to their title being stripped, is still a sore spot for all involved. Starting October 4th on Wondery Plus, the 1971 team and some of their classmates will get to tell the story as the, quote, Bison Project. I love it. A three-part podcast series produced by Meadowlark Media and Camp Side Media with Wright Creator Production will debut after its one-plus debut. The Bison Project will be available on all podcast platforms during the week of November 15th, November 22nd, November 29th. You know I'm surely going to check in on that. So I'm fascinated to see what that looks like uh, as we get in that. So it's fascinating to see as we get into it. Let's take our first break. We'll come back on the other side and, and get – 
more into some more talk about HBCU football. Stick with us. Be right back after this first break. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. To, see, to share the tradition and instill a sense of pride in your HBCU with your little ones. HBCU Pride and Joy Children's Boutique helps you share your school spirit with a wide selection of adorable kids' apparel and accessories officially licensed from your favorite HBCU. Visit HBCUPrideJoy.com and follow us on all social media at HBCU Pride Joy on Facebook and Twitter. From novice to aficionado, find yourself here. High quality cigars plus personal customer service. Slowburn is Waco's only mobile cigar lounge, featuring a meticulous curated collection of premium cigars. Visit our website, www.slowburnwaco.com. That's www.slowburnwaco.com. You see, Head & Shoulders has a scalp shield technology protects against flakes even between washes. It's never not working. Kind of like us. We're never not working. Number 15? That's my rub. Ooh, nice. Never not working. Never, ever, never, ever not working. Welcome, everybody, to Juneau, Alaska. I don't like this one. Me neither. Let's get out of here. Dandruff protection that's never not working. Head & Shoulders scalp shield technology. T. Madden & Associates is a sophisticated and experienced law firm located in your neighborhood. We're turning injury to cash. T. Madden & Associates obtained almost $2 million for my injury. They turned my injury to cash. Now, we can't guarantee how much your injury is worth, but we've recovered millions for our clients. Call T. Madden & Associates at 833-PAID-123. That's 833-PAID-123. Press the analytic data with your hip hop. If you know them like I know them, they gon' tell you if your team, if they wanna lose, yeah, and who the ball, who the ball. So listen to Professor Yesa yes, and pay attention, boy. cause he gon' teach a lesson. This is Dr. Ville's Inside HBC Sports Lab with Mike Watson and Charles. Charles here. Charles, I know you wanted some other news that you wanted to make sure we got out there. So with that being said, I'm gonna go straight to you. What's some other news of the day that you thought was germane as we get into football? I think you're going in a different direction, though. Yeah, HBC men's basketball teams will participate in the third edition of a showcase event uh, co-founded by uh, Chris Paul. Uh, Nation Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame has announced participating teams and dates and sites uh, for the HBC tip-off and the HBC challenge event. So, uh, listen up, let's take a look at this on Saturday, November 18th and Sunday, November 19th. Cheney, Virginia Union, Tuskegee, and Winston-Salem State will play at the Mohegan Sun Arena in Uncasville, Connecticut. Uh, Cheney and Virginia Union uh, will play at 530 Eastern, followed by Tuskegee and Winston State. The winner of those two contests will score off uh, in the tip-off championship game the next night at 830, and, and the consolation uh, game will be played between the two losing teams uh, the day before. Then on December 16th and 17th, uh, this game will be at Michelob Ultra Arena in Las Vegas. Two SWAC schools, one MEAC and one CAA institution will face off against each other. Defending SWAC champion, Texas Southern, and North Carolina A&T will face off at, at 8.30, while the defending MEAC champion, Howard, they take on Jackson State after the conclusion of the first game. And then the next night, Howard and Texas Southern will meet in the matchup of conference champions uh, with North Carolina A&T and Jackson State to follow. So, Huge matchups. So we've got some nice little cross-conference uh, matchups going into this game. So uh, looking forward to it when you take a look at uh, conference champions, Howard, Texas Southern, also North Carolina A&T and Jackson State uh, playing in these uh, tip-off classics. Yeah, I like it. It's going to be some fascinating games. You know, last year I did the early morning red-eye flight from Atlanta 
the Las Vegas. Question of the day, Charles. I see games have been pushed back. They got late games, 7.30 and 10 specifically on Saturday. Should I push it and try to get out <laughs> of flight out of Atlanta? Right there at 5 o'clock and put me there at 7. Should I try to make it Saturday yeah, you got- or should I get up Sunday morning? Uh, it depends on who's playing in the celebration. Now, if there's a certain fan base that's in the <laughs> celebration bowl, I probably will kind of wait that one out and go Sunday morning. But just kind of depends. You got to play that one by ear. You got to make a decision somewhere mid-October. I was kind of looking because things might shake out a little bit uh, between Swag and Yak somewhere around that time. I like that. Like that. <laughs> see, that's why I lean on it. <laughs> he knows exactly how to make sense of it. Uh, let me give a shout out to some of our lab listeners that's joined us as we get it going. Chuck Hunt, always in the building. Emma Price, Kevin Crawford, Jeff Wright is in here. Silas Edward McMorris, uh, Byron Gautier, brother Gautier is in here. Chad Cooper, Emma Price. So I said, Theron Waters is in here. Big Kane, James, Chad Cooper. Edwin D. Moore, Carl Moore, Mary Allen is in here getting it done. Jerome Jeep Sutton, oh, it must be a big game. Band must be getting it done. Ricky Burton, uh, who else we got in here? LaShawn Harris, Reginald Johnson. I know you also want to shout out the bands as they had some a big weekend last week, and I know a lot that we focused on was Celebration Bowl, but right here in our backyard in Houston, while we were in Atlanta, uh, you had the bands being celebrated here for in terms of the HBCU National Battle of the Bands Contest. What are your thoughts on that, Charles? Uh, let me say this. Um, the Spartan Legion Band, my goodness, Norfolk State. Oh, my goodness. Now, you talk about uh, uh, all the uh, band forums and things of that nature. Uh, they have really given a thumbs up to uh, Norfolk State's band. Tremendous performance last week. Southern got great kudos. Uh, looking forward to an exciting band season. Mississippi Valley State marching uh, over 200-some-odd members. I mean, that was phenomenal to watch. Uh, Valley's uh, band program back healthy once again. Uh, some great performances last week. And then you and I, Doc, we were at the SWAC, uh, MEAC SWAC Challenge, uh, Jackson State's performance uh, against uh, South Carolina State. Uh, had, And it's one of those metrics that I take a look at. Do you get the fans involved? Do you, is, is there fan engagement with what you're doing? And sure enough, Jackson State, Sonic Boom in the South, tremendous field show, always getting the fans engaged uh, on uh, certain downs and uh, really hyping up the crowd. It was phenomenal to watch uh, how bands, that is a metric that I pay attention to, fan engagement. Are you getting your fans involved until your halftime performance? Really enjoyed that show last week. Had everybody singing What's Love Got to Do With It. Yeah, that was a beautiful thing. And, and it had me singing with them a little bit up there in <laughs> Fox. That was so impressive. Uh, but you, you have made me pay a little more attention to that, the band engagement side of it. And ever since then, uh, it was so energizing for me in regards to understand that, that that's one of the metrics when we start doing this uh, top band list in regards to understanding the importance of the game, uh, engagement of fans, obviously matchups are key. Uh, in terms of you going up against a band to see who comes out of it, what's the best of it. I know some of the band officials out there just look at the band and the unique thing, but, you know, I'm an HBCU marching sport fan side of it. I like contests. I like when there's a matchup, win, loss, you know, all this, who gets the vote, uh, breaking down components of it. Yeah, that's good. You know, I let folks have it. They got to do it. It's on a big stage, and, you know, we'll be there Friday night. We'll, we'll let it see how it falls out and see whether it matches up what we do on our side. We'll let them have it. But I'm just saying, from my perspective, you're going to call yourself a sport. You're going to say that you put all this energy out there, and we know they do. I mean, there has to be somebody that comes out of the contest in terms of matchups where there's a win, there's a loss. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not talking about soccer where there's some time. But even mm-hmm. soccer, when you get to the big-time tournaments, World Cups, championships, they do a shootout. They don't even leave it just like forever. Come on. I, mm-hmm. I don't get it. 
Mm-hmm. So I, I did want to give you some appreciation in terms of what that looks like uh, in terms of matchup. So I thought that was a big deal. Also alluding to on here, Jamaica Sprinting HBCU alumni wins world championship title from HBCU game day. William A. Former uh, Johnson C. Smith Sprinter took home the world title in the 100-meter hurdles on Thursday. The Jamaican Sprinter ran a blistering 12.43 to claim her second gold at the world championships, her first uh, came back in 2015. She finished third at the 2019 World Championships, following in the footsteps of her sister, Shermaine Williams. Danielle Williams attended John C. Smith, where she was a standout at the Division II level. Both sisters have run for the Jamaican national team in international competitions. Danielle Williams won nine NCAA titles, eight individual, one relay, 13 CIAA championships, 11 individual, two. Relay earned 13 All-American honors between 2013, 2014. She also won USTFCCA, National Women's Indoor Track, Outdoor Track Athlete of the Year, three times during that span. Shout out to Daniel Williams. Pretty impressive. I'm going to give you a chance to talk about what are your thoughts on that, Charles. That's just uh, I mean, a, lot you a lot on the resume. You thought, like you said, that's uh, tremendously impressive. Uh, just watching – uh, the, the track and field at the world last week, tremendous uh, to uh, get all that in. Phenomenal. I, I can't say enough about it. I think uh, Doc, you touched it. I mean, that is an impressive resume. We'll get in here while we have a little space here. Talk about some of these mid-major matchups, Charles, uh, as we get going before you get too far along with it. Uh, HBCU CIAA mid-major division games of the week. Uh, even though this is CIAA matchup, unique thing. We've gotten a lot of this uh, in this space where you have these conference matchups that are set as non-conference games. Well, guess what? That happens in the CIAA this weekend to open things up. Hmm. We have the new member, Bluefield State, going up against Livingston. Check this out. You know, there's more than 21 uh, mid-major programs out there between the Division II programs and NEI programs. But I only did the top 21. When we get in here, we'll do the top seven uh, every week. But starting things out, preseason, as you know, we jumped out. We did a three-week series. We did the top 21. These teams just got into the top 21, Charles. You got a mm. number 21, Bluefield State Blue, Big Blue, at number 20, Winston Blue Bears. Both of these with the blue acronym in their mascot name. fascinating as well. Saturday, September the 2nd at 5 p.m., Salisbury, North Carolina, Alumni Memorial Stadium. What are your thoughts in terms of this? Uh, give me the matchup again. Let me see. Let me see it. Bluefield State, Big Blue. Okay. Number 21 against number 20, Livingston Blue Bears. Uh, like I said, CIAA matchup. This is a new kid to the block coming back, I guess you would say, in Bluefield State, Big Blue. Uh, when you look at it in a lot of ways, but it doesn't count in the conference matchups. But with that being said, what are your thoughts about this game? Let's go with Bluefield State. Let's it see is what in happens. Salisbury. It is in Salisbury. Yeah, it is in Salisbury. So, yeah, so uh, let's see what Bluefield brings to the table this upcoming season. That should be an interesting matchup. So uh, let's see uh, if, if they bring a little bit of uh, of that blue magic, if you will, to the, to the field. <laughs> I'm in the same framework when you talk about this matchup. A lot of this to me is just to see is Bluefield ready to take that next step. You know, they had a balanced schedule last year with a couple of CIAA teams, a couple of SIAC teams, and they were able to hold their own. But it's different when you're in the conference. So it's going to be fascinating in terms of this matchup to see at least jumping out into it. Um, can Bluefield's state kind of make a statement and get into it? It's on the blue turf this weekend? Major division. Huh? Is that the new blue turf that's going to be um, they're playing on the yeah, blue that's turf? Yeah, Bears. They had that okay. blue All right. They had that. Everybody was excited about it. So Live is feeling You got big blue. Yeah. You got blue yeah. bears. Turf. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to be a fun. Let's get into this C matchup. Similar mid-major game. It's fascinating for me as well. It's, now, this goes from top. 10 matchup, team right out of the top five, so top seven matchup, if you would. It's in Montgomery, Crampton Bowl, Red Tails Classic, Saturday, Ooh. September the 
second at six o'clock. It's on ESPNU. This is another one of the games that's fascinating to me as well, because just like the CIAA matchup, it is a matchup between SIAC teams, but it does not count in the conference standings. This is a non-conference matchup between conference teams. Formerly, this would have been a team in the West versus a team in the East. But in this new format, you just have one uh, ranking system in the top two teams out of the SIAC play each other versus what you have in the CIAA. It still has the feature matchup between the North and the South. So things are a little different here. Number four, Fort Valley State Wildcats versus number six, Tuskegee Golden Tigers. Uh, new coaches debut in this matchup. So that is one fascinating thing to watch on both sides. New coaches, big brands in terms of what that looks like in a lot of ways. Uh, what are your thoughts in terms of what this looks like in this matchup? I'm curious to see if Tuskegee is ready to make that next step uh, in terms of getting back to dominance. I think this is a fascinating matchup. We take a look at them. Like you said, two two big brands in the SIAC, Fort Valley and Tuskegee, two new head coaches. But um, uh, there was a little bit of palpable buzz talking about the Tuskegee Golden Tigers at the SIAC media day. So looking forward to seeing what Tuskegee puts out on the field this year. Good deal, good deal. Let's go into our second break. We'll come back on the other side, get in a little more talk and see what's going on uh, in the next section as we move forward throughout the show. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When it comes to professional learning, teachers deserve better. From the leader in online learning, Stride brings you the Stride Professional Development Center an on-demand library of mobile-friendly courses that gives teachers choice and flexibility, allowing them to learn anytime and anywhere. Our dynamic courses provide bite-sized learning and help educators advance their knowledge while also gaining professional development hours. It's time you take charge of your learning. Visit us today to get started. Press the analytic data with your hip hop. If you know them like I know them, they gon' tell you if your team, if they wanna love that and who the ball, who the ball. So listen to Professor Yes Sir and pay attention because he gon' teach a lesson. Right back in. Mm-hmm. This is Dr. Ville inside the HBC Sports Lab as we're back at it in this segment. Let's take a quick break. Well, let's hold on. I think we got a coach coming in here. We're going to bring him in here and get into this uh, interview here with Coach Eddie Robinson. Coach Eddie Rob, as we like to say. Coach Rob, come on in. There we go. Can you hear me? Coach, how's it going? Yes, we can. Mm-hmm. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yeah, I can hear you. you. All right, how's it going yes, today? Sir. Doing well, oh, there we go. There we go. Oh, man. Doing well, to... we, we, we're not like you. You're getting ready for a matchup, so we appreciate yeah, that you give us a little bit of time here. Trying to trying to take care of all the last-minute stuff, just uh, giving the coaches the clothes and the credentials and, you know, trying to get all of that stuff done today so we're not doing it tomorrow. But that hey, that's part of it, so. I understand. I understand. With that being said, <laughs> as you're in your second year, you got a little more on your plate, still getting different things done. How do you feel about the matchup? Let's jump right into it. Coach, how do you feel about the matchup? Well, I think it's going to be a good matchup. Um, you know, Southern, uh, you know, we all know Dooley. We know what he likes to do. You know, he's a former wide receiver. So uh, I think that says a whole lot. But um, I think for us, we just have to go out there and play good, sound football. You know, it's 
it's the same thing as for any game. Uh, run the football well. Uh, protect the football. Don't turn it over. Be good in the red zone. When you get into it like that, since you talk about Newly with the offensive mind in a lot of ways, are you defensive minded in terms of how you look at the game? Or do you look at it going in a different direction? Coach, I was asking you, you mentioned it, Coach Dooley, offensive-minded, wide receiver. What about yourself? Are you more defensive-minded in your approach to the game? Well, um, I try not to be too conservative. You know, I'm, I'm probably a conservative-natured person just in general. So, uh, but I, I still, you know, I you want to do an onside kick here. You want to run a fake there. You don't want to just be too basic. Um, but I tell my offensive coordinator, I say, hey, man, you – Draw up whatever you want to do. I'm not going to limit you at all. And if it's too much, I'll tell you to scale back. Until I tell you to scale back, then keep going. So I haven't had to make that call yet. So uh, it's, it's been it's been pretty good. But I think uh, as a defensive coach, that's that's the the I guess the nature that you that you are. Hey, let's play good physical defense, great special teams, and that that'll keep us in every game. But I mean, we know in this in this all this day and age with the offense and all the rules, you have to be able to score points. So you got to be able to take shots also. Mm. Uh, with that being said, Coach Robinson, uh, conservative, I don't know about that. But if that's the way you want to look at it, I will say this. I don't know any men that will make a side five conservative, but I guess there got to be one out there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> with that being said, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to let Charles follow up with a question. Yeah, I, I coach it. Coach, I wanted to ask, uh, have there been any – Coach, you got to uh, we, we gotta get your uh, your your comment back on that. So I, I, I want them to say that we didn't give you a chance to respond. I, I can see your lips. So go ahead. Looks like we're losing a little bit there. Yeah, uh, I hate we missed that comment. Hey, there. Coach, going turn in your there. camera off, but turn your audio on. There you go. Oh, I'm going to send it. I'm going to send it to another phone, so that may work better. Okay, okay. no problem. Yeah, that's it's a pretty big matchup uh, when you take a look at Southern and Alabama State this weekend, Doc. Especially uh, when you're talking about some a uh, couple of new pieces, especially uh, looking at, at Southern. Harold Blood taking out? over at quarterback. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah. Now. Okay, let's see if we can get it going. Okay, cool. Let me ask you this, and you mentioned this, um, I believe, in the coach's call, but uh, the addition of uh, former head coach uh, Terry Sims to your staff, what has it meant uh, uh, to you uh, to have another uh, head coach, another voice there uh, within the coaching staff? I couldn't hear you. Kind of, it kind of cut off on and off. Okay. I was asking you about uh, the, the addition of Coach Terry Sims to your coaching staff. What does it mean? Can you hear me, Coach? Yep. Let me. Uh, let me. Let me. You want me to click out and then try to join back again? Sure. Sure. All right. Yeah, let's try that. Quick break. All okay. right. Let's take a quick break, Roy, and then we'll come back and try to bring Coach back in. And UltraSoft has so much cushiony softness; it's hard for your family to remember. They can use less. Sweet pillows of softness. This is soft. Holy Charmin. Oh, excuse me. Roll it back, everybody. Sorry. Charmin Ultra Soft is so cushiony soft, you'll want more. But it's so absorbent, you can use less. So it's always worth it. Now, what did we learn about using less? You gotta roll it back, everybody. <laughs> we all go. Why not enjoy the go with Charmin? At CDW, we get speed as the new currency of success. Our team spends way too much time tending to outdated applications and software when they should be focused on driving application agility and innovation. CDW Amplify Development Services modernizes software and application development to help accelerate innovation and digital transformation. So you mean building new applications, UI, and mobile interfaces? Well, you said you needed to innovate more quickly. Oh, so he's a listener. To do more at scale, trust CDW Amplify Development Services. Nope. Nope. I want him. Ooh, I like him. Oh! 
The Quicker Picker Upper. Bounty picks up messes quicker, and each sheet is two times more absorbent, so you can use less. He's an eight. He's a nine. Bounty, the Quicker Picker Upper. That's a pretty tight spot. Watch this. Of course your Buick parks itself. That's so you. It's just up here on the right. Of course you know where we're going. That's so you. Kind of got a six cents. And a head-up display. Press the analytic data with your hip hop. If you know them like I know them, they gon' tell you if your team, if they wanna love laugh and who the ball, So listen to Professor Yesler and pay attention because he gon' teach a lesson. This is Dr. Mills inside the HBC Sports Lab. We have Coach Eddie Robinson back in here for interviewers. Uh, we close it up here. Head coach of Alabama State Hornets talking about the big matchup against. Southern University this weekend. Charles, you had a follow-up question you want to get in here. Yeah, I, I, Coach, uh, I wanted to ask about uh, uh, Terry Sims, the addition of Terry Sims to your staff. Uh, what does it mean to have another trusted voice on this coaching staff? Now, that's, that's been really big. I mean, his his door connects to mine. You know, we were just having a conversation, so I think to, to have another veteran coach, I think um, – this profession, like in life, you always have to have great mentors. You know, I talk with Coach Frazier quite a bit from uh, old Prairie View days, and and so uh, Coach Greg Williams. But I think to uh, especially with his experience, uh, not just with with football, but just how to you know deal with kids, administration, just everything that goes on with running the program. So to have him here has, has been really big for me, and uh, and I know he'll be a head coach again someday soon. But hopefully, uh, you know, we can do some great things before he, he moves on. <laughs> Are there any names and faces that uh, you want uh, uh, your fans and the HBCU fans in general to be looking for this weekend with the Alabama State's program? I mean, I think it's just a big weekend. I mean, to play Southern uh, at home, uh, as soon as that schedule came out, Labor Day Classic, you know, the AD told me it was a possibility. And so even though it's a game that's not a conference game per se, but, you know, whenever you're playing a team in the West – uh, you want to go out there and play well. And we all know about the history of Southern University. And, uh, you know, I grew up in New Orleans going to the Bayou Classic. So very familiar with them. You know, we played them every year when I was at Alabama State. And uh, just a just a real big off the season. You're playing a good quality opponent. Uh, they represented the West last year. So you know, you know that they can, uh, you know, they can put some points on the board and, and give you a good fight. So it lets you, it'll let you know exactly where you are early on. And that's what you want. Yes, indeed. What were your expectations coming into uh, practice uh, uh, for this fall season? How were things going for you? I'm sorry, say that again. I said, how? What were your expectations coming into this camp uh, before you got got into the season? How were things on both sides of the ball looking? Coach, I was just asking you, coming into this season in terms of camp, how do you feel uh, things of looking coming out of camp, getting into ready for this big game this weekend? Yeah, I mean, from a from a camp standpoint, everything's been going pretty good. You know, we had a uh, one guy that was kind of banged up, but for the most part, everybody else has been pretty good. You know, we uh, you know, a couple guys cramping, stuff like that, but that hasn't been that big of a deal. And had a couple of scrimmages at, you know, 10, 30, 11 o'clock in the heat of the day. And so, uh, I mean, mm-hmm. I was hot. So, I mean, I know the kids were hot. So, but you got to go mm-hmm. through that. That's part of sacrificing, part of giving it up uh, in this time of the year, in the summer and in fall camp. So once you get into September, uh, you hopefully everything is, you, you've done enough and you're in shape enough that you can go out there and compete. And that first game, you always, you, you don't know what kind of shape you're in until you get into it. But I feel like the guys have, have prepared really hard. So we'll make sure that they're out there and, and watered up and ready to go and um, just kind of get it going, get the season started. Mm-hmm. We'll look forward to it. You know, you got a bigger schedule, trying to close out things as you get ready for this big game on Saturday. We'll certainly be watching it. Look forward to seeing the Hornets have a great season. With that being said, make sure you the Dr. Jason Cable that I'm looking for. <laughs> with that being said, <laughs> We'll come back. We'll go on the other side. Uh, we'll give you time back, Coach. Let's take our last break. We'll come into it and get back to some other HBCU sports talk. Thank you, Coach. <laughs> 
Absolutely. Thank you. Appreciate you having me. Is you. If you think all pads are exactly the same, think again. This is always Ultra Thin's reinvented with the always triple protection system. This pad wicks gushes 90% faster, absorbs even more so you can feel dry, and locks odors in. Rethink your pad for up to 100% leak-free and odor-free comfort with the totally reinvented Always Ultra Thins. This is always like never before. Are you hungry for authentic Caribbean food? Like jerk chicken, oxtail, red snapper, shrimp, tofu, and rasta pasta? Well, find your way over to Mango's Caribbean Restaurant, 180 Auburn Avenue, right next to Royal Pika in downtown Atlanta. Them belly full, but we hungry. Mango's Caribbean Restaurant, open daily from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. And on Friday and Saturday, we're open till 4 a.m. Come to Mango's and put some spice in your life. Oh, we've got a Mango's Caribbean Restaurant, 180 Auburn Avenue, right next to Royal Peacock. In downtown Atlanta. For more info or directions, call 404-698-3992. Or log on to mangoscaribbeanrestaurant.com. For instant coupons, text M-A-N-G-O-S to 313131. Mango's Caribbean Restaurant. Authentic Caribbean cuisine. Press the analytic data with your hip hop. If you know them like I know them, they gon' tell you if your team, if they want a lot, yeah. And who the ball, who the ball. So listen to Professor, yes sir, yes sir. And pay attention, cause he gon' teach a lesson. This is Dr. Vils inside the HBCU Sports Lab with Washington Charles Bishop. Wanted to get back into this matchup as we was talking about uh, Coach Eddie Robinson, head coach of the Alabama State Hornets. That is a game that's Montgomery, Charles. Labor Day Classic. A lot of these Labor Day Classics out here. Big matches. Yeah. ASU Stadium, as you know. This is another one of those examples of you have a swag game, but it's played as a non-conference game, as we just saw that with our CIAA and SIEC matchups. This game is also on Saturday, September the 2nd at 5 p.m. Central Time. I have it as the number six team coming into the preseason poll, the Southern Jaguars. At number 12, Alabama State Hornets. This is a West versus an East matchup, as you know. What are your thoughts coming in this contest? What are you going to glean based on what you hear or see based on the outcome? I think the biggest thing for Alabama State is can they get any offense? Uh, can uh, D. Davis sort of have a bounce-back season? I think what you looked at last year with regards to Alabama State, they're one of the better defenses in the sweat. And they defensively, they're a very scary ball club, especially with uh, uh, Bubba Adams uh, running around all over the place. But first time since 2015 that they had a, a winning record. I think that's huge for Alabama State's program. But uh, they got to get some offense. They only averaged uh, a little less than 20 points a game last season, a little bit over 300 yards total offense. That's not going to get it done in, in terms of uh, the way – Swack offenses fly up and down the field. So uh, that's the question. They also lost some uh, pretty big pieces. You got uh, Ja'Cory Merritt uh, that's no longer in the backfield. Uh, Miles Crowley is now over at Grambling. And then Jeremiah Hickson also uh, transferred out. So you got some pieces to fill in on the defensive side of the ball. But oh, I'm sorry, on the offensive side of the ball. But defensively, they're as stout as anybody in the entire uh, Swack conference. Bubba Adams. And then you got another in, uh, individual by uh, Adrian Maddox, who leads the secondary. He's one of the top uh, defenders in the league, uh, all swag guys. So they got some pieces. The question is, offensively, can they put some points up on on a stout Southern defense? And they'd stout, when I say stout, Southern got some pieces along the defensive line that you better be concerned about. And then you know they're going to run the ball a little bit more this year. Kobe Dillon, uh, Jared Sims, some, some tremendous uh, running backs there for the Southern Jaguars. Let's take this quick break, come back on the other side, and we'll see if we can get in the coach from Southern University talk a little bit more about that side of the ball. Stick with us. We'll be right back after this break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Ryan Fulford. 
A.D. Drew and I are co-hosts of the BCSN Sports Wrap. We talk about all things related to HBCU athletics. From the games, teams, coaches, and fan interest stories, we cover it all. You can find our shows on Facebook at BCSN Sports Wrap, YouTube at MyJBN Online, and everywhere you listen to podcasts like Anchor, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. You can also find the show on the Jericho Broadcast Network's app. Make sure to download. We look forward to you joining the conversation and being a part of the show. As technology continues to bring changes to the world of education, it's time we also reimagine teacher professional development. Gone are the days of one-size-fits-all learning that can only be accessed at a specific time and place. The Stride PD Center is an on-demand library of mobile-friendly courses that allow educators to learn anytime and anywhere. Our dynamic courses provide bite-sized learning and help educators advance their knowledge while also gaining professional development hours. The best professional development plans are those that include a level of flexibility and choice for educators. Whether you're a teacher, school, or district, visit us today to take charge of your learning. The Cuvée Group is a Florida-based marketing and training consulting firm. We help businesses communicate to their target audience and engage them in conversation. We also help to expand their audiences, which will ultimately result in growth for those organizations. In addition to being a certified constant contact specialist, my colleagues and I are also certified in John Maxwell Leadership Principles. We use these proven principles to conduct workshops, training, and private coaching sessions for individuals and companies looking to take things to the next level. Contact us to schedule a free consultation. Issues today, don't delay. Call Cuvay. Compress the analytic data with your hip hop. If you know them like I know them, they're going to tell you if your team, if they want to allow you to about. So listen to Professor Yessa yes, and pay attention because he's going to teach a lesson. I feel you. I understand it. This is Dr. Ville inside the HBC Sports Lab with none other than Coach Eric Dooley, the head football coach of Southern University. This is Dr. Ville's inside the HBC Sports Lab with Mike Washington and Charles Bishop. Coach Dooley, I know you're coming out of practice, so we appreciate you giving some of the time before this big game against Alabama State. How you feeling about the season? You know, I feel real good. I'm excited about the season. You know, uh, I thought we had a very, very competitive camp. Uh, with the guys we, we we brought in and the guys that we already had. And, and you can see that uh, I, I think we are further along than where we were at this time last year. That doesn't mean anything until you kick it off. But uh, I, I do feel good about where we are. I, I do know some things we need to work on, but I do like where we are right now. Hmm. Now, obviously, everybody looks um, at what you're able to do from an offensive perspective. But in a lot of ways, people don't pay attention as much in terms of what you able to get done a lot on the defensive side of the ball. But I'm going to stick on offense. You know, it sells tickets. So with that being said, you got your trigger man. How do you feel in regards to uh, being led at the quarterback position? You know, I thought the young man uh, came into the spring with the right mindset. I thought all the quarterbacks did. But uh, Blood in particular, I thought he had the right mindset. He was concentrating on his academics because he did graduate and uh, waiting to get accepted into law school. But just for him to have a mindset and understand what it takes to be a leader, what it takes to run this offense, and what it takes to be uh, uh, the Jaguar football team leader, uh, I, I thought that he did a great job. And, then, you know, I, I got to take my hat off to uh, Coach Willie Totten. He came in, uh, hit the ground running, uh, got this got this young man to, to come up under him, all the quarterbacks for that matter, and just try to put him in the right direction so that they can be successful. But the young man, uh, you got to take your hat off to him, worked extremely hard. The deal. Charles, you want to follow up? Well, yeah, I, and I actually want to follow up on that statement, Coach Dooley, in terms of uh, what has Willie Totten meant to this program, especially uh, a swag legend mentoring uh, your quarterback room. You know, I, I I think it means a lot, you know, just for the things <clears throat> he's able to do and come in. Uh, you can, He can tell them from uh, experience and he can tell them from uh, just the knowledge. So I, I think that's huge, and especially huge when someone – played that position and played at a high level. And some of the things that he's done, some of these young men are too young to even know uh, what he did. But, you know, everybody like to Google folks. So it's not hard to Google him and find out what he brought to the to the Southwestern Athletic Conference and what type of player he was. And and don't get me wrong. 
uh, the young man that I had here that was mentoring those guys, uh, Jonathan Williams, he did a great job for me. You know, uh, you, you try to put those guys in position to where if that opportunity presents itself, that they can yeah. move up because they want to be coordinated. I, I don't want a guy that just want to continue to remain where they are. I want them to be coming after my job because that's just going to make more competition. Uh, let me let me follow up and ask this question. You already had a stacked running back room, but uh, you had a piece like uh, Gary Qualls coming in uh, uh, to this program. Uh, how are you going to share the ball, if you will, uh, with uh, the running backs that you have in the room? I was very impressed by just looking at it on paper like, oh, my God, Southern can run the ball this season. Well, you know, here's my thing that, that, I, that I've been saying since I've uh, become an offensive coordinator. Uh, there's enough food at the table. You just got to sit there. So if all mm. if all those running backs sit to the table, they're going to eat. That's huge. That's huge. Oh, talking about eating. I'm going to go to the other side of the ball with the defense. Obviously, your front four, you had some uh, folks that were really talented uh, in that front four, and you lost some of those pieces. But there was depth there. It's my understanding on the recruiting trails, you were able to get even some more players in there. Talk a little bit on the defensive side. Let's start with that front four. You know, I'm excited about that front four. I'm I'm I'm, I'm sad to uh, lose Dumas. I had I really haven't had a season without a Dumas uh, <laughs> for him to come and and play and play so well for me uh, coming yeah. out of high school and going through the ranks. So uh, it's kind of hard to replace that guy uh, and then replace some other guys that we had on that front four in the camp Peterson. But I tell folks all the time, and and it's not being cocky or arrogant. I'm not trying to replace Dumas, uh, uh, Cam Peterson. I'm trying to get better. And that's what you got to go after. You know, you can't be become complacent because one guy that you had, you got to take it up to another level. Because apparently what we had last year we thought was great wasn't good enough because we didn't win it all. So when you don't win it all, you got to do something a little different than what you did last year. So we had to replenish that defensive line. And we was fortunate enough through the assistant coaches to go out and get some guys that we feel can help us. How, how much of a jump start is that uh, being in the SWAC championship last season? Uh, how much does that jump start you coming into the 2023 year? Well, you know, uh, my mindset, I was very, very disappointed. Uh, I, I just, I just was disappointed. I, I commended the guys because I thought they did a great job in getting there, but the goal is never just to get there. Uh, uh, no one remembered the second place team, you know, that that's just something no one would ever remember. But I, I will say this here having an opportunity to play as long as we did, it, it brought some excitement going into the spring ball, uh, understanding uh, where we were last year and how better we can become this year. Mm -hmm. Talk a little bit about that hunger. Um, you have championships on your resume uh, in, in many different ways, assistant coordinator and things of the nature. But as a head coach, the last two years, you were on the edge. You were right there playing in the spike championship game. Uh, what level of desire, how does it does that push you in regards to closing the gap and getting one as a head coach, if you would, and then I, I imagine your mindset getting many more? You know, I, I will say this here in, in a good way. I've, I've been fortunate enough uh, to be a part of and help some other guys to uh, get there. Now it's my time. And, and I think the things mm. that you have to do, you got to continue to stay uh hungry as well as thirsty for those type things. And uh, regardless of what, uh, my goal is to try to get us where I know we want to be at. So I always accept challenges. You know, so many times people say you're going to uh, Southern University, you know the expectations. I say, no, they got to know my expectation. I think mm -hmm. my expectations are a lot higher than what some folks are probably giving credit. I understand what everybody wants, but uh, my thing is I have to uh, win it all. And, and to me, it's all or nothing, too. That's the way I look at it. You got to win it. So I have a, a deep hunger to uh to winning one as a head coach. Yeah, I can testify to that, uh, to the mindset that you bring to the table for any uh, uh, institution, team that you're leading in regards to people understanding your desires. With that being said, let me take a big picture, if you would. Uh, last question here. So I uh, wanted to ask you about this schedule. I've been looking at some of these schedules for SWAG teams, uh, and not just overall. Obviously, there's a lot of good teams. I think both divisions are pretty deep, deeper as they've been in a while. But also in terms of, like, games in terms of back-to-back, -back, three games in a row. I know you 
usually coaches look at one game at a time. How do you break season when you start looking at a schedule uh, outside of what you're telling your uh, team to focus on the next game and your coaches? The, the thing that I, that I like to tell them to, to keep that tunnel vision, understand that uh, if we go one and oh, 11 weeks, we'll be where we want to be at. And all those teams that's down the road, we know that they, Derek, uh, you know, a lot of coaches can say, where well, I'm not worried about this team. I'm not looking at this team. You know they're on the schedule. I mean, you look at your schedule. That's why you look at it. You don't tell them to give you your first game. You tell them to give you a schedule. So you know what's yeah. there, but you just got to yeah. discipline yourself. Uh, you want to know what's there, but you got to discipline yourself to know that, hey, uh, uh, let, let's just take the elephant out the room. I know that Jackson is the next week, but Jackson is, when I use that acronym WIN, Jackson is not what's important now. What's important now is Alabama State. So I can understand that I play Alabama State. I play Jackson State. I play Alabama A&M. I know my schedule. I play the University of Arkansas Pine Bluff. But what's important now? Alabama State. I put some oh, that perspective, oh, Coach, and not just yeah. doing that coach talk. But go ahead, Charles, because that, that just – I love that frame and of mind. So, yeah, but it's sort of unique. Uh, you essentially have two – preseason games, if you will, uh, with Alabama State and Jackson State because they don't count uh, in the in the standings. But uh, in terms of going forward with the schedule, how much does it help to kind of see the personnel out there against live competition, uh, but it doesn't hurt you? No, it hurts you. It counts. Mm. When you play a SWAC opponent, it counts. There's no such thing in my mind that it don't count. We playing SWAC. It don't matter. And 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 if you want to be the top team in the Southwestern Athletic Conference, it doesn't matter how the schedule fall or whether it count or don't count. I understand how the conference have it set up. Or as I know, Alabama State count for me. Sure thing, no doubt. It, it, it count on the list. Yes, it did. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to leave with us that we didn't ask you that you want to make sure that your fans, supporters, alumni, or just in general that you want uh, our viewers to know? Well, I, I tell you what, I, I thought the young men worked extremely hard. Uh, of course, now we're going to put the test uh, on the road to find out just where we are, but I like where we are. And, and I tell you what, it's going to be an exciting time down there. I know that it's going to probably be a sold-out crowd. I know the Jaguar Nation is going to travel. So I, I want our fans to uh, uh, not meet us there, but beat us there so we can get ready to perform and put on a show. It's Thursday. Well, yeah, it's already in the road. <laughs> you know it. Best dressed coach and... in the conference. I'm trying to keep up with him, as you see. I got the tailor. I'm going to make sure I get the other tailors because I know you got a couple of them, Coach. Don't be greedy. You know, you're a believer. You're a blessed man. You got to share. You got to share, brother. You got to share. The Lord bless you to bless others. There it is. There you go. Amen. With that being said, uh, we'll take our last break. This is Dr. Bills inside the HBC Sports Lab. Hope you enjoyed our interview with Coach Eric Dooley head football coach of Southern University as he gets prepared for week one game against Alabama State. The Hornets will be right back after this last break. It's never too early to plant the seed, to share the tradition, and instill a sense of pride in your HBCU with your little ones. HBCU Pride and Joy Children's Boutique helps you share your school spirit with a wide selection of adorable kids apparel and accessories officially licensed from your favorite HBCU. Visit HBCUPrideJoy.com and follow us on all social media at HBCUPrideJoy on Facebook and Twitter. From novice to aficionado, find yourself here. High quality cigars plus personal customer service. Slowburn is Waco's only mobile cigar lounge featuring a meticulous curated collection of premium cigars. Visit our website, www.slowburnwaco.com. That's www.slowburnwaco.com. Press the analytic data with your hip hop. If you know them like I know them, they're going to tell you if your team, if they want to love you. And who the ball, So listen to Professor Yes Sir and pay attention because he's going to teach a lesson. This is Dr. Wills inside the HBCU Sports Lab with Mike Washington and Charles Bishop. Charles, I wanted to ask you about a couple of more matchups before we close out uh, this part of the show, uh, and then we'll wrap it up and see 
these games as we get into them. We'll come back on Sunday and give our analysis of what takes place. And obviously we'll get a chance to touch on a little bit with some of the other members of the core team about that big matchup on Sunday. But let's not look too far ahead. We got some good games on Saturday. One of them, if you would, uh, is going to focus on this Gramlin and Hampton. Harrison, mm. New Jersey, Red Bull Stadium, Brick City Classic. That is um, what was the Colonial, uh, which now is the Coastal Athletic Association versus SWAC. I have this coming into this season, number 17 Hampton Pirates at number 13 Grammar State Tigers. What are your thoughts in terms of this matchup? Very intriguing. Uh, when you talk about a swag taking on a CAA opponent uh, in Hampton, I, and I've often said, historically, when we look at the Grammar program, they don't stay down very long. They've been down under 500 past two seasons, uh, and they're going to have to improve on the defensive side of the ball, but no better place than uh, defensive end when you talk about Sundiata Anderson, uh, who is, comes in the preseason uh, defensive player of the year. He gets after the quarterback. Uh, the question for Grammar, uh, who is going to be the quarterback? Will Miles? Will we see Miles Crawley, who's transferred here from Alabama State, or – Will they continue to go with the incumbent there with Grandma? Uh, but they're going to have to score some points to beat this Hampton uh, football team. Floyd Chalk is another individual that I'm looking forward to watching. Uh, he was the MVP of the Bayou Classic. So we'll see what this Grandma team holds. We have a couple of uh, mid-major versus major division matchups this weekend. Uh, one of them is the Delaware State uh, out of the MEAC, as you know, and Bowie State. But the one that I want us to first focus on is a mid-major number eight Virginia State Trojans uh, at number 16 Norfolk State Spartans, which is another Labor Day classic. This one, the Norfolk, Virginia area uh, rivalry, if you would, with William Dick Price Stadium. This is a one o'clock matchup on Saturday. Uh, that is September the 2nd, as you know. Again, it's number eight, mid-major Virginia State Trojans. We just heard a little bit about uh, Dr. Henry Frazier III, as Coach Eddie Robinson talked about, they lean on him. Well, if he fakes in this matchup, we talked to Southern University. We have a former coach out of Southern University at Norfolk State, uh, number 16. What are your thoughts in terms of this matchup? It's uh, fascinating when you talk about all these different ways with all these coaches that are connected. Yeah, I don't want to see Henry Frazier first game of the season. That's scary. Uh, and that's what makes this game uh, rather intriguing with Virginia State, Norfolk State. Uh, but a North, Norfolk State is going to have to turn the uh, corner a little bit this season. And uh, it begins behind the center for Norfolk State to see if they can be a player in the MIAC. Because really nobody's talking about this Norfolk State team. And you know that's got to rub Dawson Odoms the wrong way. I think Dawson Odoms has a little bit of a chip on the shoulder in terms of putting a, a team uh, out there that's going to be com really competitive this upcoming season. But, ooh, if there's an upset in the making, this could be the one. This is the one you got your eyes on. See, a bit got like, hey, yeah. in the magic app. Yeah. Well, let's go to North Carolina. Durham, that is. Oak Kelly Riddick Stadium. Maroon and Gray game. CIAA versus MIAC again. The third one we're talking about here. Now, this is the number 14 Winston-Salem State Rams at number one North Carolina Central Eagles in the major division. I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about the number one team at the major division level, North Carolina Central. I'm not sure if this is a matchup uh, in terms of the scoreboard, but it is a rivalry game. OCIAA mm -hmm. friends had a touch of the MEAC when Winston-Salem State moved up there, but before North Carolina Central was able to play him in a contest as a MEAC member, as they decided to move up, Winston-Salem State said they're going back to the CIAA. But this game will be played. Uh, what are your thoughts in terms of this matchup? Can it even be close? Well, I'm putting all the pressure on Stephen Gaither to give the pregame speech in this one for his Winston-Salem State Rams, and let, let's see what happens from there. But, uh, yeah, you're going up against probably the most stacked team in uh, HBCU football, a team that's ranked in the FCS national rankings, uh, arguably the best player in HBCU football in Davis Richards. So, ah, uh, that's a tough, tough ass for the Winston-Salem uh, State Rams. So, I'm counting on Stephen Gaither, Stephen Smith, Stephen A. Smith to give all the pregame speech they can to this Ram squad taking on North Carolina Central this weekend. Well, we got number four, Jackson State Tigers, at number two, Florida AM. We're not going to talk about that. Orange Blossom, this is just a tease. Orange Blossom Classic, Miami Gardens, Florida, 
Hard Rock Stadium. That is Sunday, September the 3rd. I did want to remind people of that. So we'll come back Sunday morning, 9 o'clock Central Time. You can catch us then, and we'll give you some insight on what took place all the way from Thursday to Saturday, those key matchups that we talk about, and then we'll lead into that matchup and uh, have more folks to break down and give their thoughts in terms of all these matchups, including that big game. But right here in our backyard Saturday night, we'll be here in Houston at Shell Energy Stadium for the Labor Day Classic that we know the best uh, in this area that we have our focus on. It's very intriguing. Uh, two teams that are not separated by a lot. Prairie View's held the edge in terms of consecutive wins, eight. Um, and what is it, 12 of the last 14 or something like that? This is after mm -hmm. Texas Southern went on a run of their own 14 games, if you would. Uh, but will the ties change? This is number 11, Prairie View and Panthers coming into the season at number nine, Texas Southern Tigers. Two quarterbacks that were in the seat getting it done. One of them getting a lot of accolades and the other one not so much. Uh, but I think there might be some defense that people want to keep their eyes on in this matchup to see how it falls out, even though most people are going to be focused on the quarterbacks and the offense side of the ball. What are your thoughts in terms of this matchup, Joe? I mean, you touched on it, Doc. Uh, Prairie View has won uh, eight straight Labor Day Classics and 16 out of the last 19 Labor Day Classics. Uh, what I'm looking for in this game is who is going to be the defense to show up because both of these teams, I think, offensively are loaded. I bumped into Andrew Body today. Uh, he, wished, he said he wished he could play today. I mean, he's looking forward to this matchup on Saturday. Uh, interesting stat with Andrew Body. Texas Southern is 5-2 and two when he throws for two or more touchdowns. So I expect him to put the ball in the air uh, this upcoming uh, Saturday. So it's going to be a fascinating matchup. You talk about Prairie View. They come into this game. They were the SWAC's leading rushing team last season, and they add another piece in Caleb Johnson, uh, who transfers in from Mississippi Valley State. And also – Keep an eye on Brian Jenkins, transfer from Alabama A&M. Uh, when healthy, he's one of the more dynamic players in the Southwestern Athletic Conference. So uh, I think you're going to get some offensive fireworks. Very interesting piece, I think, that has been added to Texas Southern and that's defensive coordinator, uh, Everett Todd, formerly of Grambling. Uh, you know, he was architect of those Grambling teams uh, that made it to the Celebration Bowl, had a great swag championship run uh, during the mid-2000s uh, there, uh, 2004. 14, 15, 16, somewhere along there. But uh, you're talking about a guy who's going to be aggressive. You remember those the Grambling defensive teams? They really got after teams in terms of stopping the run and flying around and getting after the quarterback. So we'll see if he brings that to Texas Southern. Man, think about that. We just had Coach Eric Dooley, who was on the offensive coordinator side of those Grambling yeah. teams with him leading the defense. <laughs> they think about stats. when that's that your yeah. with Texas Southern and Southern. So it's exactly. fascinating, but we got to start here and we'll start with Labor Day with Prairie View and Texas Southern in that matchup. Man, it's going to be fun to get into some HBCU ballers finally here where we have multiple teams uh, that we can look at and break it down. While things got off the mat last weekend, it's a full slate this weekend. With that being said, we want to say thank you for listening to the Inside the HBCU Sports Lab. Make sure you share a podcast with your friends and colleagues. I am Dr. Kenyatta Khalil, the Dean of HBCU Sports, coming from Inside the Lab in the College of HBC Sports with Mike Watson and Charles Bishop. Uh, again, I want to thank our guests, uh, Coach Eddie Robinson of the Alabama State Hornets and then Coach Eric Dooley of Southern University Jaguars. Again, we want to thank you for listening to Dr. Bills Inside the HBC Sports Lab with Mike Watson Charles Bishop every Tuesday and Thursday at 6 o'clock Central Standard Time. Remember to check us out as we bring back uh, and debut this Sunday our Sunday edition at 9 o'clock a.m. Central Standard Time. We look forward uh, to Sunday as we get the latest news in the lab. Follow me, Dr. Yadavell, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. That's D-R-K-E-N-Y-A-T-T-A-C-A-V-I-L. Charles, is going to be interesting. We're going to have some people that are riding the high emotions. Most are riding the low emotion, but it's just week one. It's week one. Do not get on the ledge. Do not get on the ledge week one. It is week one. Thank you. Thank you. Inside <laughs> the HBC Sports Lab 1 on Twitter. Inside the HBC Sports Lab on YouTube. Thanks all the lab listeners jumping in here and celebrating us and getting in there. I know you're excited. We see you got it going on. Uh, with that being said, we're going to say dream big. Continue to move forward. But as we do that, make sure you understand the big cat classic 
is on BCSN as you have Florida Memorial uh, against Edward Waters. Uh, our team will be producing that, so you can check that on BCSN. The magic of the Florida uh, will be upon you with the Big Cat Classic, and that is with Edward Waters, a Division II program out of the SIAC, and then we have our independent NIA program, if you would, Florida Memorial. Big matchups between those two private schools. One of them put a lot of offense, so it'll be interesting to see, as you talked about on Tuesday, what that looks like. Almost some money as well. offense, yeah. Woo, that's a lot. That's a lot, Charles. Yeah, it is. Dream big. Continue to move forward. We will talk with you soon. Charles? Of course. Roy? Lecture. Dismissed.